I'm coming, my baby. Forget a crocodile burger, my baby. Show you a lick working, my baby. What's up? So good to see you. So good. I've been listening to your podcast all week. Like, I've gone back. Oh, really? You've really? been binging? I've been binging. I really have, yeah. It's really... It was good. It was nice. I'd say it was, like, really crazy. It was a crazy week, so... Why was it a crazy week at job? I just wasn't sleeping. Yeah, my job was kind of crazy. I wasn't sleeping for some reason. Uh, so you guys helped me through that. You really... Uh, oh, my gosh. You lifted me up. You lifted me up. If we can up, change one person, we can change the world. Exactly. Nick... Holterman. What? Did you have a good week? Um. Sounds like no. Yeah. Wait, Aww. what happened? Did I say something bad? You just, you didn't enthusiastic. Oh, no, I just had a normal week. I don't know. Did we go to Shakey's this week or last week? Last week. Ferg, okay. Jack, and I went to this all-you-can-eat, like, adult <laughs> no. Chuck E. Cheese's buffet for our work lunch break. Jack and I, right before... Nicholas Ferguson's boyfriend, who we previously had on the podcast for context. Um, Right before the pandemic hit, and like we didn't know the pandemic was hitting, um, we vowed to go to Sizzler, and then the pandemic hit. Mm. Well, it's not really Sizzler. Which is a buffet, right? It's a nasty buffet. Well, Sizzler's like past good pizza, I think, right? I don't... There's one right near... um, that ramen place that I like, you know, that one, Nick? No. Yeah, you do. Oh, the one? In the shopping center. Yeah. But it's like a cute minimalista inside. Hmm. And we got... Well, Shakey's did not have good pizza. No, no. It, it was, was actually, flop. like, categorically awful, and I feel like none of us wanted to, like, admit that it was really, really bad. And yeah, well, we I just... Was it was, like, a $9 buffet. Yeah. But it, it was, was just so good eat. as a kid. As a kid, it was so good. Like, it's, like, after the baseball game, you go there and you Wait, play. Wait, that... Like, they had, like, an Oreo pizza dessert, and it was <laughs> so bad. It was literally just good. a piece of... I know, it sounds good and looked good. And I kind of liked the aftertaste. No. It, the, the, the texture was really bad. Like, the texture was really fluffy, but, well, like, in a bad way. The, the crust was, like, salted. It tasted like you put Oreo on pizza dough, which is what it was. But, like, the dough should be sugary and good. We had a pizza truck come to set yesterday. We have a food truck oh. every Friday. Mm. Food truck Friday. And what did you eat? But I've never tr- tried the food truck. <laughs> um, so you didn't actually. Usually it's churros. And I was kind of excited for this week because I was like, maybe I'll eat it this week. But then it was pizza and I don't really like pizza. Wait, they eat churros in Hungary? (sighs) Yeah, I guess. Are they like amusement park churros or like Spanish churros? You know what I'm talking about? The difference. Oh, there's a difference. Like, are they the curly ones or are they the straight ones? No, they're They're the the straight straight ones, ones, I think. The two B ones. I like those. I've, I haven't had them. Some pussy. Wait, it's just churros? Like, that's what everyone eats? That's the sustenance for the day? I don't know. <laughs> like, you, you get lunch and it's churros? No, it's like an, at the end of the day. It's like oh, a treat. Oh, it's a treat. Oh. Like, we, have, we, have, we always have a crafty lunch. Crafty's actually good. There's like 10 items, maybe, a day, and you pick as many as you want, and they put them in a container for you. When I... When they were filming the Netflix show at the Hype House, they had a crafty tent and I was like allowed to eat it. But they had this weird policy because of COVID where like you couldn't actually go into it and pick your own food. Like someone had to, you had to tell the like the craft services yeah. girl like what you wanted. So you like, she would just like pick out like blue diamond almonds for you and popcorn and then hand it to you. 
Oh. Do they still do they do that? Okay, I'll tell you what I had on Friday. Oh, for food. Yeah. Oh, on Friday I actually didn't like what they were offering, so I just got it was sweet potato soup, grilled chicken, farfalle pasta with tuna. Ooh. Oh my no. god. Gratinated broccoli and cauliflower, oh. roasted turkey breast, jasmine rice, french fries, grilled tomato, and steamed vegetables. So you can get grilled, grilled that was tomato. Actually, that was a weekday, but on Thursday I had this curry chicken, which was good. There was like a day that they had tabbouleh. Oh. oh. It can be good. Usually curry, though, that's like, crazy. It's just a grilled chicken, a rice, and vegetable. Mm-hmm. And that's good they to give, me. They give you breakfast, right? Yeah, if you want it. It's like... um. But the thing is, is that breakfast is always at base, and sometimes I don't, sometimes base is like the studio, and we're like 30 minutes away, and so a lot of people go there and then take a van to set, but I don't always go to base, so if I don't go to base, I can't get breakfast. I really liked when I was in Oscar-nominated film Mank, I really liked the <laughs> breakfast they gave us. It was so good. Our breakfast is hot like, dogs and waffles. It was fries. just like these hot breakfast burritos, like they were freshly made. Oh my and, god. Yeah, like I can get I get my boss like a breakfast sandwich or a breakfast burrito if they They're like wrapped in tinfoil, they're so good. And I was dressed in my like vaguely racist Turkish dancer outfit. I really need to see that movie so I can see I still haven't seen it. That's so funny. (laughs) I started it and then I was like, it just, I got to the point where Amanda Seyfried was like on set and just like being like a Mae West. I was like, whatever, I don't really care. Well, you should watch my scene. I haven't actually I want to. No, I want to. You're at the head of the table. Yeah, I just watched the scene. I'm not the head. I'm right next next to the head. Oh, Mank is the head. Yeah. Mm, Yeah, yeah. There's there's no head on my side actually because they, he walks around the table and like. Um, oh yeah did he no, touch you was, he touched him he does Not he did the, but they didn't, in the they movie? didn't include that in the final yeah like they took Ugh. like 20 in the, takes in the taking he like shakes him yeah in one of the right? takes he shakes me it was oh, so awesome. awesome wow my mom was so was so jealous that's serious black i know and he's such a good actor and he's Wait, so how, nice how did i know gary oldman recently i was just Is, thinking about him did and how he's of me no, I was thinking about how I'm going to meet him or something. I don't even know. He's like, what has he been in? Like, I know he was in Harry Potter, right? Um, and that's literally like, all I know. Isn't he the King's Speech? No, 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 not the King's no. Speech. Um, um, what's it called? Iron Maiden? No, not that one either. <laughs> what's it called, Nick? Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour. Yeah, and he's been yeah. in... Um, I My favorite role is when he's in um, Leon the Professional as the villain. He's in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. He's in a lot of stuff. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Rises. Wait, he kind of like transforms physically. Like in Dark Knight, he's so yeah, thin. Yeah, it's crazy. And like gaunt. And then in other movies, he's like... And then in like Prisoner of Azkaban, he looks so young. I mean, yeah, he looks so, so young in the Harry Potters. But um, you know that it's like an actor with a crazy filmography when you have to go to a separate page for their filmography. Yeah, he's a character actor. Wait, we should um, introduce Nick Ferguson. We got ahead of ourselves because we were having so much fun. Um, but this is Nick Ferguson. Hi. You're an avid podcast listener in general, right? Um, you could say that, I guess. I you guess listen to uh, us. I listen to you guys. Dasha and Anna. To Red I used Scare. to. I don't really listen to Red Scare anymore. <laughs> okay. Kind of outgrew. Just kind of got boring. Um, well, yeah. No disrespect, yeah. I used no. to be really down the rabbit hole of, like, I was on their Reddit. It's, got, it's um, not funny anymore. It's just not funny, yeah, and it's kind of like, I, I I hate, like, shitting on, like, oh, everything's, like, 
irony pilled and it's like but it was getting just like a little too like blase and irony they need to find happiness yeah yeah i think so yeah ultimately you shouldn't consume negative media when there's enough negativity that comes like served to you on social media in a nuanced way that if you're choosing to feed yourself something into your ears directly how awesome would it be if it was spreading positivity totally period that's That's really (laughs) whoa i really like that take if i say like three negative things in a row i'm like oh my god like the world is so beautiful you mean positive no i'm saying like i check myself i'm like okay after three negative things like you should really be what's what's the cause i allow myself my one my one avenue of negativity which actually i need to expel from my life which is uh uh the 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 vlogging yeah, the vlogging oh my god okay so that is kind of that is a very uh, toxic sphere for me and and yeah, yeah i mean it's bad watch vlogs. vlogs and i'm yeah. way deeper in it i honestly like i watch so many vlogs like i don't hate watch any vlogs except for but like most of the vlogs i watch are so like they make me feel happy there used to be a like guru gossip was i mean i think it still exists but i only it, I only really went on there for, like, one person, but I would scroll so much that I, like, had seen every single post that had ever been posted, and I, like, woke up one day, and I was like, holy shit, like, this is actually, like, in, it's like injecting, like, Mountain Dew into your brain, like, it feels horrible to, to read all that stuff, Yeah. and I had to stop, I, like, literally had to airlift myself out of it, oh my god, it was horrible, yeah, but that's, but so what's fun. crazy is that I'm, like, obviously... Like, you read all that stuff. I have never once in my entire life ever been called to write one single comment. And if I have been called to, it would be in defense. Like, it mm-hmm. would be a positive thing because people yeah. are getting too mean. Because if you comment no. something negative, then you start regretting it and you feel bad. Why would you ever, yeah. ever hate on someone online? I don't get that. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We need to move on. So we were talking about how Ferg listens to podcasts. So, so do you do any? Yes. So, so what's uh, on your, your, you do the variety one. Um, I did. It's really stupid. I kind of stopped though. Um, let me, I listened to this, um, I listened to this podcast called Thought Topics. It's like these gay guys, um, but it's like Red Scare. It's like Dirtbag Left, but I mean, not that Dirtbag Left is a thing, but just that vibe. They just interviewed Slater. Um, is the Dirtbag right just the tea party? I guess so. It's like Uh, Trump, right? I guess so. I guess, yeah, just like the non, like, like, it's just MAGA. It really is the horseshoe. Like, yeah. you really do just loop back around. Well, it really is just, like, people who are, like, really involved politically, but also, like, have a sense of humor. Yeah. In a way. I think it's, no, like, they, like, it's, Trump it's, like, people are, Like, MAGA people and, like, Red No, I think Trump has both... a sense of humor. I don't think Trump supporters have senses of humor. But I'm talking about, like, his, his like, really, like, online-pilled. So, like, the people who do, like, the the frog meme. I'm saying that both, I know, yeah, but I feel like people who... Some of them do, for sure. I don't know. I feel like it's the same, ultimately, the horseshoe. It's very close. No, the horseshoe exists. Like, if you listen to Red Scare, it literally becomes a white nationalist. I have never, ever, ever been close to listen. Like, I know that I listen to one episode of that, like, my life's gonna change forever. In a bad way. I'm so susceptible to, like, somebody saying one take online and me completely, like, going for it. Yeah. You know? They they convinced me the election was actually stolen by Joe Biden. Yeah, like <laughs> I was a little, like you I was could, a little on the fence. Especially if they're like getting down to my level, like they kind of feel like I, they're speaking right to you, and they're like yeah. women of my demographic. 
they well, could, they I had they like Glenn Greenwald on, so I have to keep... who's like this reporter, and I was like, well, if he's saying this, then maybe it's true because he's a reporter. <laughs> and like Chapo Trap House had like all the candidates on, right? During I don't think all no, they not like Joe Biden. Biden. They, they had like Tulsi. No. Bernie was they had Bernie. Yeah, didn't they? Yes, they I, they had had Bernie. I didn't know that. I don't listen to Chapo. I don't listen. Well, I don't listen to Chapo uh, either. But I'm just saying, like they the the poll they have. Chapo used to be. Maybe Chapo's the most subscribed to Patreon. Yeah. I think. Yes. Um. Anyways. Yeah. I listen to Red Scare. I listen to Seeking Derangements. Um, that's like. That's like. I can't I've heard of one. that. What's that one? It's like. It's like the meme account. It's like really. It's kind of like nihilistic. Like kind oh, of like. That's why I've heard of it. I'm stupid. Yeah, it's funny. Um. Okay, so Ferg, you listen to podcasts. What else do you do in your free time? <laughs> Not much. I haven't had much free time now that I work at a. Management company. <laughs> we've um, had like all the management people yeah. on. That's been the th- we've had a run of managers. What a crazy life! It's really, really. It's like hard. It's not maybe as hard as like people make it out to be, but it's hard. I think I'm it's just tired all the I time. I mean, I don't know how a management company compares, but if you don't have a really scary boss, it could be the, it can almost be the easiest job in the world. Yeah. I, I think my boss is kind of chill for the most part, so it's pretty easy. We're all back in the office, though. Back in the office, too. Um, well, actually, stuff that I've been doing, I've actually been playing some Switch the past couple days. Oh, Nintendo what games? Switch. Um, Mar- like the Mario, just the basic Mario ones. We've been doing Mario Party and then Mario Tennis. Mar- I really um, don't like Mario Party, actually. The name is quite deceiving. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was okay, so for I have a I have a confession. So we were at uh, dinner last night, and for and Jack were like, "Come over, let's all play Mario Party." And I went I went home because I was tired, but um, I was like very close to actually accepting that offer because I thought Mario Party was like Mario Kart, but they were like Jack was like, "It's like a board game," and I was like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> yeah. I don't do board games. No, it's not play fun. Mario Kart. I don't do board game stuff, and I don't <laughs> honestly. I'm going to be really honest. I don't really like Quiplash. Oh no, Jack! Whatever Jack games, whatever. Those like, yeah, I Wait, don't like them bunch? anymore. I used to like them, and now I don't. I just don't like the like apples to apples, like that kind of shit. I just am so sick of it. I will. Do, I refuse to do card games. I'd rather talk business, you know. Yeah, I'd rather Wait, talk. Was Great White good? Did you go to Great White? So good, so good, so good. And they gave us free drinks because so they made us wait good. for thirty minutes for our table, even though we. COVID. Wait, what'd like, you get at Great White? I got the salmon curry bowl. You sit inside or good. outside? I got the burger. Outside. Um, it's like truly the best burger in LA. Not even kidding. I like better to... than La Petite Trois. No, it wasn't better than Petite Trois. It's... I tried it. No, for me it was though. I don't like Petite Trois. Like you. Petite Trois, the, bur- the burger's fine. Mm. We are going to have such a crazy food tour when I'm back. I know. We have to go back. I to... just walked into Petite Trois. Go to the Hollywood one. I no. just walked in. I want to go to the Hollywood one like I don't once. Want to. I've never been. It's right. It's literally like next to a 7-Eleven. It's in next to it. It's, it's really I know. Nice. It's insane. I thought it was like one of those offshoot like fake restaurants like a like a copyright kind of like you know how they like kind of change something slightly yeah yeah to make like a fake restaurant like i thought it was one of those i just like feel like the the valley one is so like played up and storied and like kind of romantic no but the one in the um, first time we went the normal one has a bigger menu Mm. well i think the The hollywood one or the the valley one the hollywood one or maybe it's it's different but it has it has some things on it that I want. <laughs> well, I think the menu one. I think the, that one's fine. I mean, there's no place like that place. There's no place like home. That's I love sitting outside burger. there. That's a humongous hamburger. 
I, I think for me, it was like the sauce, like the au jus, whatever that was, like steak sauce, drip. That was like, it was like in a pool of I it. I love it. Yeah, it's so amazing because like, you, you do the fries in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. No, I think I just had high expectations. Uh, Ferg, so you work for a talent manager, um, but mm-hmm. you've had a variety of jobs, right? This is like your yes. first real like corporate job. This is my first like big boy job kind of. Because you You're used to server. be a server at Bakery. <laughs> It's my job to serve. I was a server, like, everywhere in L.A. What's the best restaurant in L.A., in your opinion? The best one I've worked at is probably Bakery, but it's definitely not the best in L.A. The food's really good, but... The West 3rd location's way better than the one we Yeah. Worked. That one's cute. That one you feel like you're, like, in Italy or something. Yeah. You're just sitting down. Anyways, is there this... Are we playing a game? Um, well, we need no, to kind of, um, like... We need to really segue into, like, what we're talking about. <laughs> what are we talking about? Wait, we should talk about the charts, right? Yeah, we didn't I mean, do it last week, obviously. We so didn't maybe do it. they've gotten well, spicy. I mean, yeah, so because last week Libby did her own episode, so she talked about whatever the. F- I honestly didn't listen to it. I'm sorry. You I should think. listen. I know, I know. I need to. If you did your own episode, I would have listened to it. No, I, I didn't not listen to because I don't want to listen to you talk about things you know about. I just didn't have time, but I will. It could have been really good for you to listen to it because then you'd have some context for. I know. It'd be fuck up for me to have context. Um, well, it kind of seemed like an offshoot, so it was fine that I didn't listen to it, but I'm going to listen to it. Um, I've had a really busy week. Um, well, so we didn't talk about charts last week because we had a guest bail twice. Um, <laughs> Marco. Marco Alvarez. Don't throw my under the bus. Don't cut this out. We need to call him out. <laughs> um, Marco. Marco bailed. Um. Well, and, well, on, on my solo ep, I was, like, hyping up who are who this week's guest would be. Oh, well, she had to bail, <laughs> no, too. But, but, but um, she's going to be in next. But she's I mean, very, she's, she didn't bail on us, yeah, but she, she gave has us a busy life. Um, she has a very crazy, yeah. crazy life. But um, you guys should still get excited. So now it's even we, more build Yeah, up. no, we will have her on eventually, mm-hmm. and it's going to be And it's going to be insane. fucking epic. She has, like, the greatest window into a world that we are obsessed with, and I'm sure mo- many people are, too. It's actually when we became closest was when we would watch Yeah. what we watched. Um... So Libby didn't talk about the charts last week, which is fine because the charts are the same as they've been for the past five weeks. Oh, really? Yes. Five weeks? They really are. Five weeks is a tenth of the year. Isn't that crazy that like these have taken up? I don't think about time in that way. I'm just saying like they, a few weeks of the same chart is fine, but once it starts hitting more than a month, our entire year has been consumed by we don't we talk don't about talk Bruno. about Bruno is still number one and it's been number one for a very substantial amount of time five weeks. This Why? is like cocoa melon culture. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah, and then so the reason why I have a baby so I can show them cocoa melon. The reason why last week oh, when Marco was supposed me. to be on we were supposed to play a game because now Heat Waves by Glass Animals is number two, which is insane because that song has been on the chart for so long. And it's finally, like, close to number one. And I don't think it's going to hit number one because I think We Don't Talk About Bruno is so powerful that it will stay number one for, like, at least two more weeks. What if we kill Bruno? And Ooh, what if we stop yeah, talking yeah. about Bruno? Um, we're talking about him a lot for not talking so about him. So then I was thinking, I'm not even going to name, okay, I mean, I'm going to go through it again, I guess. Is he, We Don't Talk About Bruno's number one. Two is Heat Waves. Three is A, B, C, D, E, F, U by Gale, Industry Plant. <laughs> Four is Easy on Me by Adele. Five is Super But, like, Gremlin does anybody on planet Earth know what Gail looks I like? I am talking. <laughs> Six is Stay by The Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. Seven is Ghost by Justin Bieber. Mm. Eight is Shivers by Ed I Sheeran. Justin. Nine is Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. And ten is Cold Heart by Elton John and Dua Lipa. Jesus so, Christ. These, none of these songs have really moved. 
I like they've like gone up one or down one. But so I was looking at heat waves and it's number two. And I kind of was envisioning heat waves is going to be, I feel like it's going to be like an iconic number two song, you know, like one of those songs that's everywhere. And you like, you like Anaconda, like you think it's like top of your head. You really think. What was Anaconda blocked by? Is that part of the game? Well, that's the game I'm going to play. Taylor. Shake it off off by Taylor Swift. I'll never forget when my brother came home from like his seventh grade orientation, he was going to a new school. And I was like, how was it Leo? And he was like, our class song is shake it off. (laughs) He was so mad. (laughs) It's funny. I'd be mad too. Wait, good for you. This has only been on the charts for forty-one weeks. Sorry, I'm like looking at Billboard. That's a long time. Billboard stats are wrong. Well, sometimes. but th- sometimes. But Heatwave has been on for fifty-eight. That's like over yeah. a year. Heatwave, is it um, consecutive? Fifty-eight consecutive weeks. I don't know. I don't think they actually. No, I don't think so. Um, Heatwave's been the thing. So yeah, like in that same vein, I was thinking about songs that like hit number two and were blocked. Well, like, didn't somebody just do a big article about it? Yeah, that's the article I'm pulling all this data okay, from so you that I'm going to quiz you on. thinking about it. You were reading an article. No, I was thinking about it, and then <laughs> I also organic? read the article. This is like a... Okay, for context. <laughs> for context. Somebody actually did am, journalism on it. Yeah, and then it, like so this article came out after... It's not a It's not an article. It's a listicle. It's literally just a list of number twos. Um, <laughs> But... Because on Popheads, the subreddit, r slash Popheads, the subreddit that I am religiously on, their whole thing, like, literally, I guarantee, like, 30% of their energy is devoted to, like, songs that should have gone number two but didn't. Like, should it's like, part one, of their mean? lore. It's, like, it's like their lore is, like, Katy Perry's a flop, uh, like, number twos that should have been number ones, and then, like, is X artist over because they got pregnant. Like, there's always some, like... There's always, like, some tinge of misogyny to, like, their weird shit. But, um... Is this the NME article? No, it's Billboard. Oh. Um, it's not an article. It's literally just, like, <laughs> be like, here are the number He's twos so that were blown. Yeah, it's not, it's not a piece of journalism. It's, like, But it could have been your... You could have written about this on your Substack. So can you... And, but I really can want, you oral really your Substack to us? Anymore. Well, I just liked your Substack because, like... Yeah, because I'm... We it was really well-researched. <laughs> And it's and I'm well researched while I'm talking. Really, you have some num- you have some things to tell me. Yeah, I got shit to tell okay. you. Okay, that's part of the quiz. Oh my god! Okay, quiz us. There's Trebek. Trebek I'm it. integrating. I'm integrating my research Yo, and my bro. knowledge into a game that we can all play. <laughs> okay, let's do it. This is the quiz. This is the game. You're wanna- confused. I'm fucking confused. No. Yeah. This is no. You just not paying attention. Uh, um. Yeah. The game is. Is you have to? I'm gonna name two songs. Yeah. Okay. Two iconic songs. And we're gonna guess which one was number one. You have to guess which one was number one and which one was blocked. But I feel like okay. that's easy. Just because well, let's I know see. you're not. You never know. Well, you know. Okay, but you know, but our listeners don't, and Nick DeFerguson definitely doesn't know because Ferguson thinks he knows lots of stuff. Oh my god. Okay. This I feel like if you ever wanted to do another version of this, there there's some other things you could do. <sighs> okay. Let's. There are other things. Are you gonna edit my game in real time? <laughs> <laughs> I just. Yeah, that's not what I was expecting the game to be. Okay, but you know too much about. Okay, well let's music see. Let's because see. Because of me, so it's not. Let's fair, do it. Let's just like, go. Well, if you person, if you went back into the archives, I would know. But if it's the last, if it's Anaconda and Shake It Off, I would know. I mean, Taylor's... Because I never stopped talking about Taylor's that. Taylor's always going to win is sort of the rule. Oh, God. Yeah, and Nikki's so always going to lose is also sort of yeah, the Yeah, because rule. we know that Nikki hadn't had number one. But, like, you cannot... If you ask the average person our age, 
how many number ones does Nicki Minaj have? They'd be like, oh, 10. Yeah, but I think that Ferg knows. Zero. Yeah, well, I mean, famously, it's zero. She has kind two, of because actually. of me and Jack, though. She's I wrote my senior thesis on Nicki Minaj. What do you mean because of you and Jack? Okay, never mind. Yeah, for, you're, you're a, a Barb. You're a Barb. <laughs> what do you mean? Barb's no. Okay, fine. Barb's, Barb's no. Barb's no. Swifties no, and a lot of yeah. people Swifties. Yeah, wait, wait, Libby. We're going to have, like, had a really tumultuous relationship slash friendship. Well, just friendship. We don't have any other relationships. Who, uh, me? Me and you. We do fight sometimes. Fight I know. I do. I need to stop fighting. I do get really mad. Ferguson's a little hot-headed, <laughs> and Nick is like thinks that life is is speech and debate. So yeah, and so yeah, yeah. I just call you out a lot. I call you out. You're just aggro. Um, <laughs> I am. I, I drink. Yeah, too much. I mean, you you need to you need to do some mindfulness or something. We'll literally be at like a bar and like having a good time, and Fergal will be like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I can't! I can't wait to go home and see Pepper." And then Fergal will be like, having had three drinks, and be like. Pepper's an ugly old hack bitch. You should kill her. <laughs> Lily says the same thing, though, to be fair. Lily says it my fucking really <laughs> Wait, sober. last night, last night at dinner, last night she was, like, really digging down that, like, she actually hates Pepper and wants to kill her, which is really scary. She has no, no, no. Pepper's sweet. Pepper's sweet, but Pepper doesn't like me. Pepper's Pepper's the cutest cat ever. Okay, wait. I'm gonna play my game. Okay. Yes, let's play the game. Well, I'm actually, okay, I'm not going to start the game with this, but, like, the big number two on the top of all of our minds is Levitating by Dua Lipa. Yeah. Oh, wasn't um, And that, that was held off the top spot by, well, actually, where, who do you think held that off? I know Libby knows. Adele, no. No, isn't it The Weeknd? No. Blinding Lights? It was Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. It's not Blinding Lights by The Weeknd? I mean, multiple songs held her off, but it wasn't Blinding Lights, no. I guess I really don't know the charts. I wouldn't have known Leave the Door. I, I mean, if you had told me the two of them, I would have known, but I... I couldn't pull that off. Yeah, no, it was a huge deal on the internet because they were like... That was like the week they she thought it was, was fake. supposed to... It was like... A, that was the week she was supposed to get number one. Yeah. And it was like a whole thing where they thought like it was rigged and then it turned out actually her stats were rigged and like all these fans in like South Korea were like making fake accounts to stream Levitating and buy Levitating and it still didn't get number one. Um, I just associate blinding lights and levitating with the same time it is the same time but like around that time like blinding lights was like number one and her she was probably like number four yeah. i don't know like it never yeah, yeah she never she was only on number two for like one week like she was just kind of sitting around in the top 10 for a long so long, levitating long, long is the longest time. running top 10 it's not the longest running top two number two of a girl of a chick of a fucking yeah. chick of a chick right. it's not well, a doll. glad that now um, we're gendering a stat that doesn't even need to be gendered I mean, that's well, just the stats, it's the though. third longest top 10 hit of all time. And it's the f- longest by a woman. I just feel like in music, women and men don't matter. Uh, there's no, there's bands. like substantial evidence. No, there's like substantial evidence to show like at least in this point in history and culture, like people don't listen to female artists as much as that's men. That's actually sad. Especially rappers. You hear them and they sound Like pop music is not is in right now. Like, I mean, she had to make a disco album to make people listen to her album. Um... Okay, Apologize, Apologize by Timbaland. Wait, this should be One Republic featuring Timbaland, not Timbaland featuring One Republic. Apologize. So late. Oh, whoa. Or Alicia Keys' No One. No one, no Um, one. Apologize was number one, and no one wasn't because Alicia's only number one is the sad song. Or she has two. And it's the sad song in one. No, no one hit one. Oh, but the and sad Apologize song is, was blocked at number two. The sad song never went number one. What's her sad song? Alicia Keys has four number ones. But the sad song's not one of them. What's the sad song? Where she Girl talks about how you're. Who talks about how skinny you are? Oh, that's um. 
Gustars, the Scarsley are beautiful. Julian Michaels. That's a lesser okay, car. Nobody's talking about. No one's talking about the Scarsier beautiful. <laughs> I don't know. No. Who's wait, the, Alicia Keys is like four number wait, one. Who's the music video where you're looking in the mirror and you're really skinny? Isn't that pink? Is it? Or she's throwing up. <laughs> pretty, pretty, please. Don't no. you ever, ever oh feel? No. It's somebody who has anorexia. No one's like I a love I think it's ballad. Christina it's Aguilera. Like, yeah, the beautiful song. Anorexia. Is it? Sing that. Beautiful was number was wait that's well I guess I spoiled it guess what blocked off beautiful what lose yourself by Eminem stop <laughs> wait sing that song sing that beautiful song I am beautiful yes that's what I'm thinking of every single word <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of <laughs> how do you not know that song okay um, no no one by Alicia Keys so Alicia Keys <laughs> no one hit number one. One Republic has never had a number one hit, and that's fucking. Wait, epic. did Fallen go number one? Yes, Fallen, okay. My Boo, No One, and Empire State Fallen of Mind. Fallen is the best song ever. I keep okay. Bump. <laughs> Wait, you kind of hit it. I know I did. That's kind of crazy. Girl, um, Fire, number one, number one. And that kind of. I'm in the forty. Um, I think it says 40, 39. No, it's like twelve. I thought. I don't know. Well, you would know. Okay. Um, well, now we've already like not- we've completely jizzed in this game okay 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 now another one republic song <laughs> counting stars oh, that's the best song p of a year in high school well, or wait that's wait that's the same artist as too late to apologize yeah. yes see we're learning things we are learning things or 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 timber <gasps> by pitbull feature that timber went number one. one timber went number one you're right yes it did it's Your going number down one. Wait, but I'm That's really surprised that ever. Counting Stars didn't go number one because those that kind of songs song. always go number one. Always go number one. Uh, okay. Like Imagine Dragons. Okay, what do you think between... Actually, you guys... I don't know. This might be kind of easy. Dynamite by Tayo Cruz. Oh. Or Love the Way You Lie by Eminem. Oh, that oh, one's definitely went number one. No. I think it's Dynamite. Which no, one was... No, it's Love wait, the Way You Lie. Is that it's your love, final answer? No, no. I think I know all of Rihanna's number ones. I think Dynamite was number one. No, love the way you like number one. Wow. Wait, we should do a speed round where I name all of Rihanna's number ones because I can do it. Okay, wait, can I try? Um, Can I try to do Rihanna? Yeah. Okay, love the way you lie. Mm -hmm. Wait, I need to get a list to like to to cross reference. Actually, no, I'll do it off the top of my head. (laughs) Here, I'll cross reference. Give me one sec. I actually don't know. I I have no idea. You don't know? You just made it Uh, up. Did uh, did the square root of 69 is 8 something, right? Uh huh. Uh, 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 Rude Boy? It's easy if you go by album. What? Rude Boy? Yeah. I mean, did Pon- did Ponda replay? Mm-mm. SOS? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, send me off work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. That was number um, one. I'm at like five. Mm-hmm. And with only one wrong so far. Yeah. How many, how many more? I'm trying to think of their features, though. She's 14. There's 14. There's 14? Okay. Oh, only girl in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> think of another so Eminem song. Listeners. Cheers, drink to that. Tell me cheers, drink to that one, number one. No. Number no, seven. I actually, I shouldn't have guessed that and I'm stupid. <laughs> Best song ever. Best song ever. Wait, I can lose? Okay. Oh, one of these songs is the first song. Oh, I Umbrella. Ever on Umbrella. iTunes. Umbrella. Ha- mm-hmm. Umbrella. What the fuck is on Rated R? That's, I hate that album. I was so worried about her. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? I said Rude Boy already. Hard? Was hard? Mm-mm. Okay. Now, now I'm starting to get bad at this. You're missing the scary song. Man down. <laughs> no. I'm Russian a... roulette. Disturbia. Oh, I can't think about Disturbia. 
Oh, that one, number one. I loved that song when I was, like, 11. So scary. Um, <laughs> I'm, go- I'm done. You okay, are you done? Yet. I don't even know how many you Live said. your life. Live your life. There's Diamonds, Live Your Life, oh, The Monster but with Eminem, Lo- Love the Way You Lie with Eminem. Um, and then... We Found Love, We Found Love. Oh. We Found Love. Yeah. Oh. Calvin Harris. There's a lot. She's on the features. Yeah, that's what, I mean, um, that's what I was missing. That's what really trips you up, is like the ones where it's not really on her Well, album. it's like Calvin Harris is like, that's, it's a hard one to contact. Oh, and, um, and Take a Bow. Oh my God, Take a Bow went number one. Mm-hmm. Second of two songs to go number one called Take a Bow. But okay. it's so... And so now that we're fucking... Okay, between Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran and Uptown Funk. Fuck, that's hard because both of those are like... That. Uptown Funk was number one. I know that. Yeah, I remember. Is that your final well, answer? For me, yeah. We found love. Okay, yeah. I'll just go through it. Yes. Uptown yes, Uptown Funk. Funk was number one. Yeah, I mean, um, that is crazy that thing. Between Between Girls Like You by Maroon 5 featuring <laughs> Party B. That one, actually. And Juice World Lucid Dreams. Juice World was number two. Um, You're right, period. Yeah, because that's a Cardi B number one. Cardi! Yeah. Cardi! Um, okay, Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Or Candy Shop Ooh. by 50 Cent. Oh, that's so Featuring old. Olivia. Since You've Been Are Gone, it has to be a number yeah, one. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree. It's 50 Cent Candy Shop. Oh. That's why I'm saying the number two is always that's the more iconic crazy. one. crazy. Yeah, but Since You've Been Gone Well, Candy Shop's really iconic, more, but... like, poppy. Um, I can't believe that was the same year. I Got that's a Feeling crazy. by the Black Eyed Peas. That was number one. Or You... You belong with me by Taylor Swift. Oh, it's I got a feeling okay. that album has four yeah. number ones. It's on I got it. a feeling. What? So you belong um, with me was only number two. Yeah. Doesn't that album have four number ones? No, three because Fergie has six number sure? ones in total if you count her solo career. And three's from the Duchess. Three's from the Is end. It? From my Black Eyed Peas. From that album. Wait, <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas never had a number one other than they on got that really album. close. But really, um, bit. Okay, so. This is kind of old now. This is kind of old, but it's all coming back to me now by Celine Dion <laughs> Girl, you... or okay. Macarena. Macarena. Macarena was, was number one. two. Come yeah, on. Yeah, it was Macarena. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this one's going to be really hard. This one's going to be really hard. Stay With Me by Sam Smith or that. Rude by Magic with an exclamation point. Why oh, you my God. So oh, my God. Wait, those both were... That's a... You Sam Smith was number one for sure. Like, I know. It has to be. Doesn't Sam Smith have, like, Sam Smith has two number ones and that's one of them. Yeah. It has to be. Is that our final answer? For me. He's going to say no. it's rude. He's gonna Sam say Smith is number two. And Sam Smith does not have a number one in America. No. But they have, like, four number ones in UK, so it's fine. Okay, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, wait. This one's crazy. This one's crazy. Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Okay. Or, or Jump by Criss Cross, which is... You know, you gotta jump, jump. And okay, the reason why, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain this. So this is from the week of, a week in 1992, but Bohemian Rhapsody came out in the 70s, but it got re-released when Freddie Mercury died. And in the oh, 70s, so that's why Bohemian, one? In the no, 70s, that's why it got released, went... that's why it's like in the same chart as this song. But in the, the 70s, 70s, it never went number one? This is the highest it's been in 1992. So tell Wait, me if it's number one or number two. I thought it was because Wayne's World came out in 1992. Bohemian, because, no. because Jump it, was going to go number one and then Freddie Mercury died and they blocked Jump. No, Jump went number one. Fuck. 
Well, then that doesn't matter to me because it didn't deserve it anyways. Yeah, no. But he What did it go in its initial release? I, th- I don't know. It's like a rock. The 70s was different because it was like... Mm-hmm. Um, wait, this one you guys are going to get because I've never stopped talking about this. But mm-hmm. TikTok by Kesha or one. Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. TikTok were number one. Yes. God, what an icon. But I would know that even if you didn't talk about that because TikTok going number one was like a, a big deal. A huge deal. It's a huge um, deal in the Ferguson household. There's a one more. Where did it go? Actually, there isn't. That's the game. <laughs> and the <laughs> winner game. is... Hey, we didn't and know then, him, though. Um, I mean, yeah, none of you. I guess none of you. I mean, Ferg actually kind of did better. You. None of you really won. Um, no, I got kind of bad. I didn't know half of them. I don't know any songs. I don't care about, like, 2000s culture. No offense. Well, half of them are from I, I, I literally could Well, I know. That's why I did good on the 2010s song. ones. But then the 2000s ones, I'm like, I don't really Who's care. that Celine girl? Dion? Celine Dion. Who is that Celine girl? You need to, like, take a master class. You need to take a master class. You need to take a class. No, Sheryl Crow is more like Shania Twain. Oh, my God. I was just thinking Sheryl Crow was Shania Twain. No. That's what I meant to say. Which one? (laughs) Celine Dion's Mariah. Like, she's in the Mariah camp of, like, crazy good singers. Celine Dion. Celine Dion, Whitney, and Mariah are, like, considered the best singers of all time. Which is interesting to me. Well, they are. She has a husband named Renee. Oh, he died. Never mind. He died. He was her manager, and he was, like, 35 years older than her. Oh. Um, okay, so, yeah, there's there's your fucking game. Number twos are always better than number ones in terms of amazing. Have you guys seen the trailer for the Celine um, biopic? They're doing a bio, bio, biopic for Celine? <laughs> yeah, it, but it's, like, Dion. it's very, it's very like, indie, art, artistic, like, kind of weird. It doesn't... Is it biopic or it's biopic? It's, like, both. Why on earth would it be biopic? I hate anybody who says that. Use your fucking brain. Okay. Anyways. So that's the game. That's the fucking game, you guys. We're done with music. We read that article about Madonna and her... That's exactly article. what I wanted oh, to talk about. Oh, about the Madonna boot camp. We were going to talk about that. You, yeah, so, okay, yeah. for all, those who don't know... Madonna, the Madonna biopic has been in the works for a little bit now because um, Diablo Cody was attached to write it and then <laughs> dropped off of it and now Madonna's writing it and directing it. Um, <laughs> so crazy. Which is just great. And so she's on her search for her Madonna. And I think for a while we definitely thought it was going to be Florence Pugh, right? So yeah. I guess this whole media wave has unconfirmed that. Um, well, she's still in the running, but there's yeah, yeah, a yeah, ton of actresses. It's so weird to like not attach someone for this high profile of a role. Yeah, for well, Madonna, it's not just because she's putting them through a boot camp where they have to go through all these auditions and take singing and dancing classes. Right, which I am wondering what they you guys weed them think. out. It's like it's like America's Next Top Model. Yeah, America's well, Next Top. I don't match. know if I fully you know entirely believe that i would imagine that yeah. some of the actresses are getting put through a harder boot camp than other ones america's next top material i mean i've never heard of this and like i've know. never heard of it and i wonder like should they is. even be able to sing no should we be using need to be able to sing because she shouldn't we just sing. be using madonna songs yeah like the like like bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Yeah, like yeah, they should because also like she has such an interesting, cool voice. But it's not. I think dancing would would be helpful. No, no, her songs are really easy to sing. Madonna never sang live, so you should just play the Madonna. Like if they're, they should do the Vogue video. That's not true. She sings live all the time. Okay, you're wrong. But what I'm saying is, she completely was fine with like the Vogue VMA performance. That's what the movie should be. 
on purpose. Yeah, yeah. No, that's like what that. I'm saying though, is that like they could make a choice for all of it yeah. to be not sung by the actor. No, they should just do her own her real vocals. Yeah, I mean she's directing it. She should know this. I'm sure she figures she's figuring it out. I think but... the weirdest one for me is like Alexa Demi. Like out of all I think she's a good choice. It's but... Because Madonna thinks she's Latina. <laughs> no, but yeah. that's like they're all like they're all like white, blonde hair, blue eyes, and Alexa Demi, and it's like okay. Well, Madonna's not actually blonde in real life. Yeah, I I'm sure neither are these blondes either. I yeah. love when we're trying to cast something, and like the only thing anybody can think about is hair color. Yeah, I mean you can dye some. No, for sure, but that's what I'm saying. Like every no, I mean is to be fair though, like except- Alexa Demi looks the most like her when she was young, and she looks the most like her daughter. No, I, I think, think I think Julia Garner's the right pick. Julia Garner's no, like in that one photo they put. Of that, in the one photo they put, she looks so much like her in like 1990. Man. But it's like you have to get someone who can like look the same when they're transformed through like she, like her body changed, like her face changed, like her hair changed. She doesn't but have I think it that Julia, I honestly think inventing Anna is a good um indication think, that Julia yeah, Garner Yeah, I don't think she has it either. Julia Garner doesn't look italian enough like madonna looks very italian to me I don't yeah know. i don't think it should be florence it shouldn't be florence either when lily james was cast as pamela i thought that that was such a wrong decision so and good. then she killed it and i'm not saying that lily james should be madonna but i maybe do she think should. yeah maybe she should but now i'm giving more faith to you know the industry to make the right choice I liked because Margot, lily james Mar- killed so it then i liked margaret qualley i thought she was hmm she kind of has that like face that you could She's put in too... lots of ways. No, I don't like her for that. What if Ariana Grande did it? <laughs> I oh actually think God. that Alexa Demi. I think I Alex... think I think, I think Alexa Demi is a good it should choice. be Lady Gaga. No, they should no, do Lady the Gaga, thing. I mean, clearly, if they're casting it like this, Lady Gaga's too old for it. No, obviously, yeah. but they should do it with like a young actress the whole time, and then when they, I guess, in I don't know how like what the time frame for the movie God is, knows. but when she's old in the movie, they should make, they should just put Lady Gaga in there. Don't you think that Lady Gaga That'd be really cool, actually. isn't That'd Madonna's so funhouse fun mirror? She's like intrinsically linked to Cher. She's more Cher now, but remember, I remember in the beginning of her career, there were like New York Times articles about how she was the next Madonna. I think that's a cheap comparison, hmm. though. But I do get why it happened. No, it was a stupid comparison because, like, but like the whole thing was like I remember I was just because really they're the Lady only Gaga. two bitches like, that ever took it to the next level. Well, yeah, and they're both. They also like genetically are the same person. They're both half. French Canadian, half Italian, and they're both from New York. Well, Madonna. You're the not. same makeup as like Al Pacino. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. No. <laughs> no, it just it was interesting. Like there are just a lot of similarities that like these two women who are like, I guess these like brown haired Italian women who like made themselves blonde to get famous and then like yeah. do music and dance. Lady Gaga and, like, could no- never look like Madonna though. Not yeah, in a I good mean Lady Gaga way. like was the f- like no one was doing choreo back then, so like it was. Like, okay. Lady Gaga brought back pop music, remember? Like, because everyone was listening to, like, Nelly Furtado and, like... Nelly Furtado was pop music? But she was more, like, a Timbaland kind of, like, R&B, Pussy hip-hop. Pussycat Dolls like, was pop music. But, like, there's Even thing, Beyonce was like, pop music. No, the 2000s were very R&B, hip-hop, and then Lady Gaga... Lady Gaga's, like, credited with bringing EDM and, and like, pop and, like... Blackout happened it. in 2008. Oh my God! Well, Libby, you could find a ton of things that like obviously, like yeah, yeah because like, pop music on a dance floor away. happened in two thousand six. Like, there's tons of things that like yeah. Pushed so the needle, when did but, like, it leave? Was there like a six month a six month there? <laughs> they went on. 
Dude, study abroad? Like, the best-selling artists in the 2000s were, like, Alicia Keys, Usher, Jay-Z. Britney Spears. Like, Beyonce. Like, who back then was definitely less poppy. You're kind of being white, white supremacist well, right now. Well, all we can say is that Madonna's been here for 40 years in pop music. 40 years too long. Just kidding. I, uh. um... <laughs> The Madonna, the Madonna Lady Gaga comparison falls really flat on me. That's just what like just all her parents said. My mom said that, and she was just like, "Oh, like, yeah." Her boots my mom would cones. always be like, "Oh, she's just like Madonna." She's like, "Oh, she has cones on her bros." Lady Gaga had that trajectory that almost like the Disney girls have, where like you can so tell that their first stuff, even though Lady Gaga like elevated herself in other ways, their first stuff is so not vocally focused because, and you and everybody thinks that they're probably a bad singer. And then you yeah. get a second or third album and you realize that they're actually the world's most amazing singer, which is not what happened with Madonna. Right. <laughs> but Madonna can't sing. Like I mean, Madonna I is a vocal, saying. she is, what is it? Like a vocal, rec- she's a recording artist. She's not a singer to me. Like, yeah. Truly. I'm not even but like I being think she mean. sounds amazing. I don't think, she, I think she's a recording artist. Like, I don't think she can sing. She can. I, that's not singing like, though. That truly is just like maybe holding a tune. Like, You're gatekeeping singing. Maybe. Okay. Have we thought about so who like Sean Penn's gonna be? Because he's gonna be mm. in it. Oh. I know he's gonna be in it. I mean, I'm. I let me. Like, let, I'll just say I have a strong feeling he's gonna be in it. Yeah. Um. What is the age? What is the age of that third young thirty? I think like thirties. I think he's the same age as Madonna. Yeah. So much. Ma- it's gonna be great to have Julie Fox as Debbie Mazar. I hope that really is happening. Who's Debbie Mazar? Who's Debbie Mazar? Debbie Mazars, who plays um, the publicist in Entourage, but if you hear, if you watch a clip of her speaking, she is Julia Fox. But she knows she's close to Madonna for some reason. Mm-hmm, they're friends. She's an actress. Oh my god! Wait, they um, really do look alike. And and they speak the same. They have that weird little sort of lisp. Wait. Okay. But Ju- yeah, when you didn't was know she about cast? That? No, I did not. That's really crazy. Actually, I have not heard about that at all. Who's gonna be Sean Penn? The guy who eats pussy off the bone. It's what 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 era was she with Sean Penn? In the eighties, they were married. When was uh, Warren Beatty? Late eighties. It would be so great if Warren like Beatty was in it instead. Oh, I know. I wonder if they're gonna like show, like are they really just gonna tie Wait, it up to a radiator? You know who should uh, sh- should do Sean Penn? Who? Mike Faced. Oh my god, that's so good. That's really good. Or is it Mike Feist? How do you say it? Mike, I think it's Mike Feist. Um, yeah, it should be him. Oh my god. Wait, yeah. Because he can get a little angry too. You know, he's good at that. Wait. Oh, he's handsome. Okay. Idea. Idea. What if... And I'm one. Why? I mean, I haven't I haven't done all of my research, but... Why isn't uh, Searsha in the running? Not Avail. She probably doesn't um, want to. Or Al Fanning. <laughs> I'm just. Fanning. There's a lot of blondies out there. I mean, God damn it. <laughs> a lot of blondies. You know, I you honestly think it should be Hunter Schaefer. No. Hunter looks. So, Hunter looks like she's 19. I think. <laughs> yeah, she's too young. Oh, I, yeah, I guess so. Um, Zendaya. Wait, we were talking about this last night. I think it should be Sky Ferreira in the face. How old is Sky Ferreira? She's like 30. 30 something. Let's see. Um, they should die for a, ooh. They should for the singing. They should actually just dub my singing over it. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I'm very interested in the Sean Penn discussion. Actually, um, um, yeah. It's hard for me to conjure names of a uh, 
of of actors around that age. So like, what is? I don't even know what young Sean Penn looks like. Sean Penn, no, 1980. I, I don't know shit about Sean, Sean. I bet he looks like different. Oh, Mike. No, he has that schnoz, dude. So Mike Feist would be good. Or yeah, who's Mike Feist? Uh, He's the guy from West Side West Story. Story. He's the one that Jack's obsessed with that he posts a lot. Oh. Wow, he has like a schnoz and like beautiful yeah, hair. Yeah, I think Mike Feist would be really good, but I, I honestly don't wish any of these parts on anyone. So I honestly like I mean, we're talking about it and I'm excited and I'll watch it, but I just don't think we yeah, need to. Yeah, I'm gonna it. fucking oh, watch that. Of course. That. I mean, but I'll believe it when I see it. True. I am ex- so excited to watch this movie when it comes out. Hopefully, if it comes out. Oh, he looks like that one guy um, that was in Lost Daughter. The uh-huh. and that was in like mm. Normal People or whatever. The one, the homophobic British guy. Yeah, he's homophobic. Phoebe Bridger's uh, boyfriend. Oh, are they dating? <laughs> That's funny. In high school, he they like uh, some like gay person from his high school was like he called me faggot a lot, and he's like yeah I did or something like that like something he he like got, yeah. Which is funny. He, he wouldn't be good though. Wait, did you guys hear? Did you guys hear what um Sam Elliott said about Power of the Dog? Yeah, it was stupid. What did he say? So no. rude. He was like, so dumb. What is? What does she know about America? And why what is does that? She know about the American West. And why is that movie shot in New Zealand when it's supposed to be America? And he's like. Why is Benedict Cumberbatch wearing chaps all the time? He should take them off when he's he goes to bed. He's so mad at it. He's so mad. He's he didn't watch so the movie mad. then. The whole movie is the fact that they're not actually cowboys. They're like from fucking they're, Connecticut. They're gay boys. He's so angry, Denise. It's crazy. Like they're cosplaying as cowboys. That's the entire fucking point. It's really sad actually how angry he, he is. Was, it, it's know, feeling it's like, quite... I, quite hateful towards women. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense though because how could you watch that movie and be like... This is not how... Like, that's the point. Is he a cow... Is he from, like, the West? Is he... He's from Sacramento. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> that's crazy. What a fucking... It's That's just, like, so sad. Like, But then I got down another rabbit hole where it was, like, Sam Elliott's from Sacramento. What does he know? And then a bunch of, like, dumbass transplants who don't know that Sacramento is cow country. Um... But yeah, but it's not the West. It's not the West. It's like not. What the fuck are you talking about? California is the West. Whoa. Okay. But it's not. It's like suburban. It's not like. But it's not like. It's not wild. Like it's not here in Arizona or like New Mexico or Montana. Like it's. It's very suburban. No, I mean like he has no ground to stand on. He's an idiot. But rural California is very much like rural Montana. What? No, not. It's a desert. It's. I don't know. No, it's not. Not. I grew up in rural California. But you grew up in a different part of rural California. You grew up definitely in way more of an American West type California than Sam Elliott. Yeah. Me, yeah. No, not even. Well, Um, no. Everybody knows everything Mm. they need to know about Sacramento from the film Lady Bird. Bird, Thank you very much. Well, period. But that's what everyone on Twitter was like, well, isn't Sacramento where Lady Bird's from? Like, you can be from, like, a part of Sacramento that's not Lady Bird. But also, like, he is also, like, not really even from Sacramento. He's just born there. He was, like, born there and then, like, moved. No, I, no, Southern California is the American Southwest. Up there is, like, Pacific Northwest. His parents are from El Paso. No, Central California is the American West. No, because Idaho isn't. Yes, it is, dude. What are you talking I just, about? I took a class on this. I don't know. It's no, elf. bitch. That's not how the geographic categorization He's from Portland. He's from what Portland in, and he's an SAE. Yeah, like, he's not from, but, like, the American West is all of the Western states. 
But west Oregon and Washington part. are not the West anymore. That's the Pacific yes, North. They it's are, the Pacific dude. Northwest. Oh my god, we're not. Dude, that's a subsection of the West. Yeah, but it's not like Cowboys and. Okay, Ferg, Ferg. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I know a lot about geography. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I think we all do. But like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> no, culturally. Because Colorado, no, it is. Like, parts like Spokane. Washington? Is not Still like can. Seattle. Like that's very much like rural and like. Yeah, it can like be you, rural, but it's just not. It's not the American Southwest. That's the American West. West. It's the I West. I actually yeah. went to. I actually went to a luxury ranch in Oregon once. Yeah, yeah. they ranch in Oregon. They, they ranch everywhere. Like that's yeah. not. No, that's not like a weird. Okay, thing. they don't ranch everywhere. California <laughs> has the oldest, one of the oldest rodeos in the American West. Like it is very ingrained into the culture. Here we go about rodeos. Okay, I'm not. I, okay, so let me let me restate my thesis. Like I think like Western America is the West, but there's like a difference between like the Southwest and the Northwest now, and like there always kind of has no, been. There is, but Montana's neither of those. Montana's like Mountain West. Yeah, it's like South Dakota, Dakotas. Wyoming. So yeah. what are you talking about then? I'm just saying Sacramento is not like rural country bumfolk west. It's like very suburban. But like, but the, well, when I say Sacramento, I'm talking about like the region of that. Northern California. Part of the state. I'm not talking about like the city itself, which is very, a, a relatively large city. Yeah, well, it's just, I, I was just saying he's from I know, but Sacramento. if you drive 20 minutes outside of Sacramento, you're in a rice field. Yeah, I'm just saying, but he's not, like, from, what he's not no, from he's Wyoming. No, he's not from that. You guys are, from, this is a classic Nick Holterman. He was born in, like, a municipal Sacramento hospital. Yeah, yeah okay, no, so I don't, so this is the West. No, 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 I don't think Sam Elliott's Western. No, no, we're having conversations. No, we're podcasting think... is what we are. I know. We're podcasting. This no, is part of the podcast. I'm not keeping in you guys arguing over semantics No, you have the to. No. We're gabbing. I, it's Nick, fine. I agree with you. I agree with you. No, like Sam Elliott's not Western, but you could be from Sacramento. It's be been Western, like 10 minutes. And what I didn't like was all these like WeHo gays on Twitter being like, well, if you're from California, you can't be like raw. And it's like, because you've never left LA, yeah. Fucking no, I mean, yeah, I'm Ohio. from like, I'm. No, I get it. Yeah, like you're from like Sam you're Elliott from was like very hot in 1970s. Like where you're from is like the American West to me. It's like it's the start of it. It's the start of the desert. Park it on the mustache. Uh, Sam Elliott as a teenager, not as a teenager, as a young man. Sam Elliott, young man. Very handsome. Oh my god, I want to suck him. I know. I don't like him, and I don't like his voice. No, wait. I oh, wait. Do I like his voice? Oh, I don't like this. Oh, I don't like any of this. I'm looking at him young. I don't like oh, it. I'm he's sorry. beautiful to me. Adorable photos of young Sam Elliott. Um, I'm on that too. I'm on that too. Yeah, I love that tank. That little gay tank top. He looks like he doesn't wipe his ass. I mean, he probably doesn't. Wait, okay. Back to him shitting on our girl Jane, though. Mm-hmm. Like he's so stupid when he's like, they filmed it in New Zealand. Like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, that's okay. It looks like Montana. Yeah. yeah, they also got, like, a ton of money from the New Zealand Film Commission. Like, she's from New Zealand. Like, why would you move all your equipment to fucking bumfuck Montana when you can film in New Zealand? I mean, I think that a person such as Jane Campion probably did her extensive research. Yeah, she definitely did her fucking research. You also, like, I'm gonna, honestly, you don't have to, like, live or, like, experience a place that much to, like, understand it, I think. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's... it's like, you could spend, fiction. you could spend, like... You could spend, like, literally two months living on a ranch in Montana, and you'd get a pretty good sense of what it's like. You know? You don't need to be a fucking rancher. No, especially, like, something so, like... I mean, we don't even... Like, ranchers exist to this day, but, like, I don't know. Like, not to the same yeah. extent. Like, this... But even to the point of the movie, they're not actual ranchers. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point. They're bourgeois. 
They literally are just like he missed the point. Like the whole point is like they are like these Yale boys who like one's fat and one's a pretty boy and gay and like they decide to cosplay as like pioneers because they're like fucking bored. And then, and that's why it's the best movie of all fucking time. I liked it. I will not. He- I I think I will not hear any slander. It's not. I mean, I'm not slandering it. It's just I thought it was a little. It's not my favorite of the year. But I think it's my favorite out of the nine. Uh, it's not my favorite of the year, but it's like definitely like my favorite of the Oscar well, movies. I mean, you haven't. I only watched it. like two though, so you know. <laughs> famously, I loved it. I loved it so much. I think my favorite was Worst Person in the World. I'm trying to see that, but the problem is, is that since I live in Hungary, like I'll never be able to find it in English mm. because since it's already in another language. Like they're gonna dub it in Hungarian. Oh, you'd have to go to like England or something. Yeah, totally have to go to England. Oh, whatever. You just go to England. <laughs> Take the train to England. Do you think it's worth it to see the Batman with Hungarian subtitles? Like when I yeah, came? I'm gonna see that. We're gonna see that t- on Sunday, right, Ferg? Are we? Um, I saw that text. I don't know if I want to go, but I'm, I probably will. I just like don't know Batman, and I don't like Batman. I don't really care. I've n- I don't know Batman either, but Robert Pattinson's so hot. I have to see it. And the hottest thing about that whole, I mean, the press campaign is like literally non-stop they will not stop showing us pictures of them like on top of each other but it's so hot to think that like zoe kravitz is doing all that but in her mind mm-hmm. she's wanting to be at home with channing yeah well i just like actually like i'm very suspicious of like reboots and stuff like that it's not even a reboot they just keep it's like whatever it gets passed along but like yeah at this point it's like just it's... but i really like how it's kind of like funky and like i like how paul dano's the riddler like i like a riddler you know like I'm glad they're doing Paul a Riddler so thing. Good. He's so he's one of my favorite actors. So sorry, man. So I'm really excited to see him. The Batman is doing variable pricing. What does that mean? Which is what that crazy. Like if you're a man, you pay more. No, 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 no. It costs more than other movies in the theater. That's uh, stupid. No, I really don't. No, like it's that crazy precedent. because Spielberg and George Lucas said that that was going to happen in 2013. Spielberg said, what you're going to end up with is fewer theaters, bigger theaters, and a lot of nice things. Going to the movie is going to cost you 50 bucks, maybe 100, maybe 150, and that's going to be what they call the movie business. Everything else is going to look more like TiVo. Wait, I wonder if I can Damn. get it with my AMC thing. Let me check this out. Wait, can I do, can, yeah, does it count as I don't know if it's happening for stubs? Well, let's see. Because right now, I think the subscription model is here to stay for a little bit. No, if I if that's not on Stubbs, like I'm gonna cancel Stubbs. Like that's that's ridiculous. Well, then yeah, I'm not paying three dollars to see Batman. Yeah, I'm not paying any amount of money if I already am paying twenty bucks a month for this service, <laughs> which I honestly haven't been using. Yeah, which we knew would happen. Remember when Cara Delevingne was the Enchantress in Anna Karenina? What? No, in Suicide Squad. Oh. Wait, let's see. Can you check, actually, Ferg, if we can see it? Oh, uh, yeah, it's $0. Yay. Oh, they have nuggets now. They have nuggets. They have nuggets. <gasps> they Not ran, tenders, They've been though? out of chicken tenders. No chicken tenders. We've been going and eating. But we should go to the Cheesecake, we should go to the cheesecake Factory. Oh, my God. I want to be there. I need to see Marry Me. Marry Me. Marry Me. Yeah, I want to see that, too, honestly. Like, that did well. That did really well. Really? Maybe. I, I didn't hear yeah. good things. I, I might, that, That's in Hungarian theaters as, as well, so an option for me i just want to see maluma i don't want to see sarah silverman i like don't know where Silver- sarah silverman came from who's that woman i don't know she's always wait made- the, the comedian she's yeah, always she's making a cameo in my favorite programs as herself 
Yeah, because she's an iconic, prolific comedian. But she's oh. awful now. I don't know she's, about her. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she's. I don't think she's amazing. But like when I was like ten, I probably was like thought she was. Funny. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Look at these titties. No offense. No. Who? Sarah's. Let me send it to you. No Sarah titties. <laughs> no, they're no, Sarah. no, they're actually kind of crazy. They're kind of. I did not expect that. Wait, I think guys, guys, I think we should talk about Shakespeare. Okay, let's do it. Oh my god, I, I'm not. I don't want to have this conversation because my point stands. Where I, I I'm just gonna say. No, well, for, no, 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 wait. Reiterate let, let, what I said later. last time. I don't, I'm gonna reiterate what I said last time. I'm gonna say no one has ever done it like that guy Shakespeare. Okay, but I end want, of I, sentence and a story. Don't care. They have. I one. want to contextualize something. I want to contextualize. The reason why I want to bring this up is because Ferg sent a voice memo saying, "I just listened to you guys' podcast. I do not agree with Libby's assertion." That Aaron Sorkin is the new show. I, I said the it. literal opposite. No, I said that. I said Aaron Sorkin is kind of on the on the podcast. Oh, Lady you're said, right. On the podcast, Lydia said Aaron Sorkin is not. Libby, the Libby doesn't know who Aaron Sorkin is. Jack you're said. Right. Jack Libby said. Know. Jack said that someone Aaron Sorkin said he was like Shakespeare. because well, even I didn't. Someone say said he wasn't, and then I said I think he is actually. I said someone said he was, and they're like never mind. And I said I think he is because all of his early works are about histories, and they're all like really like based on history. Yes. And that's it. So you think that Aaron Sorkin is the new Shakespeare of sorts? No, I mean not really. Like, and that and that created. A very, very, very discussion. Debate. But like, it, then it turned into like what Van Gogh versus Shakespeare. No, okay, we, but for we, the record, I, really don't, I don't do think I don't okay, think Aaron Siri. Sorkin is new Shakespeare. Sorry. I think Shakespeare is up there with God and Noah from Noah's Ark. And Leo da Vinci. What about Leo da Vinci? What about him? Wait. Oh my God. I don't because I just think it, that they're like he? the pillars of Western culture Wait, but and society. Is Leonardo da Vinci really the artist when you think? Like, I think I'm trying he's to that think, guy. I I'm think trying to think girl. if, like, you ask somebody, like, about who the artist is, like, if Da Vinci would always be somebody's first. Like, no, I think it'd be Picasso. Picasso, yeah. But Leo Da Vinci's more than an artist. He's, like, in everything. He was a, a scientist. <laughs> yeah. He was a writer. Like, he was just, like, a guy. He was we that can't, girl. We, I, I just think we cannot start to talk about inventions of science. But inventions kind of tickle our fancy about, like, lore I think you open history. up the I think you open up the discussion then to uh Plato, Socrates and Aristotle which really muddies things. <laughs> well, I would kind of put them in the same category as Shakespeare and Da Vinci. I'm just saying Plato, Aristotle and Socrates get lumped together. Shakespeare is lumped with no one except like Wordsworth or something. Like Christopher uh whatever, Christopher Nolan. Now you're talking about writing. But I'm talking no, I'm about like I'm saying that there's like, a lot of very mm-hmm. important historical figures in their different spheres of influence, whether it right. be culture, art, science. Yeah, so Shakespeare will be the number one guy for writing, Shakespeare, by like, far. His number two is way lower than him. Yeah, it's like not even close. It's like I think it's Christopher yeah, Johnson. Yeah, but like who is his number two? Either? Christopher like, Johnson, I think his name is. Like we don't even know who, who he the- wrote. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? No, exactly. for everything that's what, I'm what do you that's mean? What I'm it's saying. definitely it's, like it's got to be like it's got to be like fucking um like Tolstoy or something or like no, it's not. It's Christopher Marlowe is his name. He was the he was alive. Yes. What the fuck is that? What do you mean? That's that's exactly Libby's point. We don't know. It's who like that Oscar is. Wilde. It's Oscar Wilde. No, okay, or but his contemporaries. His contempt. He was born the same time oh. as Shakespeare. But That's, yes, his contemporary. But we're not really talking about that, contemporaries. We're kind of talking no, about like people in the pantheon. I think even if you brought it beyond contemporaries, there's still not a clear number two because if you get into it, you start to say like Oscar Wilde, but then you could point but to not even. like 
No, I'm just saying once you yeah. start to get into Oscar yeah, yeah, yeah. Wilde and people like that, you can start to get into like Dickens and like all yeah, the Dickens. Like, well, but does Shakespeare have no comparison because like England at that time was just kind of how we have glommed on to to all of this work that happened in the 1600s is incredible like the reason that there's no is if he hadn't existed we it's not like his seconding his set chris christian marlo whoever the fuck christian it's not like we would (laughs) have revered him more and kept studying his works yeah the only reason we care about shakespeare is because no but that's why i keep bringing up leonardo da vinci because i'm like i think leonardo da vinci also similarly impacted like science and artistic techniques like how we paint is how people paint is so different and changed the course of, like, fine arts because of the way he, like, mm-hmm. represented people in his paintings. I just think, like, Shakespeare built a foundation for something while, like, like cutting edge so much so that, like, stuff that people write now, like, is both inspired by and, like, sometimes superseded by how good Shakespeare is. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have, yeah. we wouldn't have subtext have without Shakespeare. Adaptation. Without Shakespeare, no subtext would exist. Because he didn't have subtext in his works, but he had soliloquies. The last know. five minutes we've been in, like, we've been influenced by Shakespeare. Like, like the English language was... Well, you're obsessed with finding out words. That that's crazy. The stuff that he no. came up with is crazy. I definitely thought it was a way shorter list of no. words. What is it, like, upstairs, like, I thought it was that. Like, I thought it was sort of, you know, like, some compound words that, you know, are logical. But, girl, he 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 was the first to ever use elbow as a verb. <laughs> that's Wait, so okay. cool. How did... That's, Bandit, first of all, that's crazy. Bandit, Critic, dauntless, dwindle, green-eyed to describe jealousy, lackluster, lonely. He was the first person to say lonely. Frugal. I mean, wow. really. Bloody. Like, but so what I don't understand is how Apostrophe, back amazement, aerial, con- control as a noun. Um, dexterously. <laughs> laughable, okay. exposure, hurry, gloomy, gnarled, obscene, pious, monumental, sanctimonious road r-o-a-d r-o-a-d submerge suspicious and like it sounds fake but they they cite the plain line he's like the dictionary he's married i mean he is just western Western. civilization he's the base of it like truly no he's not the base of western civilization knock knock who's there fight fire it already existed baseless he invented the phrase love is blind we have that show that show's title True. little do all those people on that show well, know. we don't need to go into titles and, just, and stuff no, that's inspired because it's obviously nobody a lot. on that show knows that it's titled that because of william that's amazing i didn't know that actually oh, that's, he oh my god that he came up with devil incarnate He's Imagine really being called amazing. Devil Incarnate and you have no idea what that is, and you're like, "Holy!" In a pickle. Shit. But that's, he okay, said, that's in a my pickle. question. Wait, that's my <laughs> he question. He said, "Break the ice." He and the world it's, is your oyster. Every time we do an icebreaker, it's because of Shakespeare. It's crazy. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> I have a question. If he invented all these words and put them in his plays and stuff, how the fuck those illiterate English people watching them, who can barely even fucking understand what they're seeing? understand his plays it's creativity <laughs> it's slang he he imbued slang into culture a lot of it is slang like we think of it as proper but a lot of it doesn't make sense that's why there's so many new words he invented the meme dude like it's just it, he had such a he had such a like huge impact clearly that like the second a shakespeare play would happen it was the fucking talk of the town and then obviously you know he died. It spreads far oh. and wide. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, also, it's like the the people, the little like the the groundlings could understand what he was saying because it's not supposed to be meant to be read. It doesn't make sense when you read it. 
That's why people don't like it in school. It's like when you hear it, each line is a different emotion that you attach to it. Oh, shoot. Every, like, verse. And, like, and so then it's like, oh, you just understand the, the emotions. And, like, if you get the words, cool. But it's mostly just emotion. And you just, like, you're supposed to change your emotion every line, kind of. Well, apparently in his own time, he was just kind of considered an okay poet and playwright. They all are. That's always how it is. That's so annoying. He came up with what's done is done. <laughs> what's done is done. Well, what's done is done seems kind of obvious. I don't, but I, I mean, that, it's only obvious to us because of him. Period. You know? Yeah. I mean, I cannot imagine a brain working in the way that Shakespeare's worked. I do think that some of those painter girls, like, we were doing some obvious stuff there. And it's actually no. sad that we didn't do it earlier. We were actually, it's called realism. They were just no. shading and stuff. No. I think Warhol, Mona Lisa is... Warhol, way more impressive. No, it's not. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, that's what I think. Mona Lisa outsells Romeo and Juliet. Mm-mm. That's just I think Mona Lisa is like the single most famous image in history, in like, in world history. I mean... Like, I, I think images are more powerful than words. Everybody knows that the Mona Lisa, like, is this weird thing where nobody can understand why we care about it so much. Exactly. So that's why it's... Yeah, whereas Shakespeare, you can point to every single reason why it's so amazing. I don't get why Mona Lisa's that girl. I don't get it. Some people are born great, some people achieve great, and some people have greatness thrust upon them. Did he make that up? Yes, but I'm just saying it is is, um, relevant to this conversation. I mean, I think they're comparable, and look, I did a poll on Instagram, and most people said Leonardo da Vinci was more iconic. But who's the sample size? People are saying we're not eating when Jack Harlow got cast in a movie. I mean, nobody knows anything. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. That movie's gonna be so I don't know. I mean, like, look, I'm the first person to be like, most people are stupid and don't know anything, but I also do feel like if you really want to get a sense of, like, what people think about the world, you have to pull the room. Um, if you made, if if you made a poll that said who's more iconic, Kanye West or Da Vinci, Kanye West would win. For so. sure. No, no, he won it. No, he for sure so won. So put it, put it up. Put it up. Who do you think is my... Yeah, I'll fucking do it. I'll do it. Do it. I'll do it. Okay. If you put Kanye West or Madonna, Kanye West would win and you would kill yourself. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't... The but that's because that makes... Because Kanye's contemporary most people are to listen to Madonna. But, like, Leonardo da Vinci, like, in 100, in 200 years, Madonna will well, be, like, Tupac definitely Madonna, more iconic Well, if you put Tupac or Madonna, people probably say Tupac. No, wait. I don't agree with you. Said but they weren't that. contemporaries either, really. Like, Yes, they were. They dated. They were. Yeah, but she was already, like, past her prime in a way, like, in terms of what she achieved. So put Tupac next to Shakespeare. They're both dead. But, dude, I feel like people would probably put Tupac, and I feel like I Shakespeare's more iconic than Tupac. Tupac. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, is your followers are wrong. I mean, and, I don't well, think my followers just, are particularly a, a, dumb. I mean, it's a reductive—it's no. a reductive story. Like you can't—you can't say what we're right. So but I think word, most of my followers are also iconic, like smart people. The word "iconic" evokes something in people these no. days because it's overused. Yeah, because people use it in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. like "iconic" literally means like Jesus Christ. Yes. Like it's, it, literally, like an image of the Virgin Mary is an icon. Like it's something so 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 ubiquitous that like completely informs like our culture and like yes i'm saying on the richter scale of culture william shakespeare has had the biggest i think i think honestly leonardo da vinci has impacted like our lives anecdotal evidence but i don't know who leonardo da vinci is is. Uh, i don't you but you have issues with knowing for you have issues with for what did leonardo da vinci do me, like, I don't know. Lisa? 
Dude, he he did the Mona Lisa and he like invented the fucking helicopter. He did not invent the helicopter. No, no, no. He did the Mona Lisa because that's he did a what prototype, the prototype maybe. About. He was one of the first people to like do, to like do like um like autopsies and like study the human body and like But that wasn't just him though. That was the whole Renaissance. I think you're like I think you can't pin him. No, but he dude, the term Renaissance man was created to describe him. Yeah, I just he's that he's that. I bitch. mean, just as like a so just as someone who likes drama, like who likes it's just like Shakespeare's yeah, you, yeah that girl. you're a thespian. Well, just like for film in general, just like stories in general before Shakespeare. Oh, okay, wait. To be fair though, to be honest though, okay. Now that I'm reading, Leonardo DiCap- DiCaprio, DiCaprio. Let's talk about the real goat. Da Vinci is credited with starting the Renaissance. That's how prolific he was. I bet Shakespeare's credited with starting something. I mean, Shakespeare's credited with starting starting like narrative, like modern day narrative yeah no they're not like the good thing about them is they don't overlap. Shakespeare invented comedy right he invented yeah. he invented no Commedia dell'arte already existed I thought yeah but he invented like he invented comedy within drama he invented he, re- Rome- he invented yeah. written comedy yeah Romeo and Juliet was the first Commedia um, dell'arte is all tragedy uh, body right it's tra- no Commedia dell'arte is like the, the sad face yeah but I don't movie. think they speak it's all yeah, physical they, comedy. Yeah, they're Muppets or something. It's like um, both. You can do... I mean, now modern Commedia dell'arte is like mixed with Shakespeare. Leonardo da Vinci, I mean, I just don't know him. Like, Well, they don't overlap, which is the good thing is they don't overlap. So it's like... Like, there's... Like, Leonardo da Vinci was not a scribe, and Shakespeare was not painting. So it's, like, good that they don't Obviously overlap. Obviously, it's apples to oranges in a yeah, way. true. And that's why I just think, like, if there was some way to quantitate impact, I still think Shakespeare would win. I think Romeo and Juliet is the most famous play of all time. And the Mona Lisa is the most famous painting of all time. So they're kind of like not really. Okay. Like, and the second most famous painting of all time is not by Leonardo da Vinci, but the second famous, most famous play of is all Hamlet, time is, you know, is Hamlet. Or something, you know, like it's. Yeah. But how many playwrights are there? Well, I just looked at this list. You know, it's funny. There's Have a... you ever heard of Tennessee Williams? I mean, the second most is maybe Hamilton now. You I'm... know. Okay, no, here's no. the thing though. Then. <laughs> Then we can talk. Maybe yeah, it's probably because, Hamilton. It's honestly not, Hamilton. No, no, no. Honestly, maybe not because um. Dude, it's probably because the sound Hamilton. Of music. Hamilton is a is an American thing. Okay, but then we get into musicals, which is a distinctly American. No, 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 no. Yeah, so it's American. So if you're talking about plays, yeah, the top two are definitely Shakespeare. And but okay, but then I, you know, I don't know anything about theater. Okay. I don't know though because the Last Supper might be one of the most famous paintings of all time. Mm. What and about the awesome. What about the Man and the Lady with the Pitchforks? American Gothic. Yeah, I think that that's really But famous. also, don't you think that, like, there are going to be fewer famous plays and there are famous paintings because there's so many painters and so many ways you can watch, look at paintings? To me, it's, like, literally all of William Shakespeare and then it's, like, Death of a Salesman or something. Yeah. A Long Day's Journey and a Night. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? I mean, how did Shakespeare slay, 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 hundreds and hundreds of years go by? Now we have modern po- Now we have modern playwrights. Yeah. If 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 like a uh if a school is putting on a play, they're putting on Shakespeare or they're putting on something that was written in the last fifty years. Yeah. Sixty years, seventy years. You look at the fifty best plays of all time and they're literally all contemporary or they are Shakespeare. Yeah. It's King Lear, Oedipus, Hamlet, Achilles, Macbeth, Othello. Shakespeare gave us as much things as we needed for a very long time. Yeah. I think it's maybe like his can like no one else has been able to reinvent the game like Shakespeare except yeah, maybe and then we weren't that. able to put um I mean I guess Chekhov Chekhov is number two yeah he's on here actually mm. oh yeah but I just don't is that isn't Chekhov like more recent though am I wrong no Chekhov's in the uh late 1800s 
Chekhov was really sad. I know. I yeah, like I love Uncle Vanya, though. But even then, that's hundreds of years between Shakespeare and Chekhov. That's hundreds of years. There's a very clear pro- progression of visual art that you can trace from Da Vinci. Shakespeare, I'm saying, just could come out right now, and it would be crazy. Like, it's it's just a, dif- it's a different vibe, like, you know? I agree. I think like, Would we be born, would we be alive without Shakespeare? Da Vinci no. made all that art so that we could, like, continue to subvert it and then subvert the next person, eventually get to, like, postmodernism, whatever. Like, we're still taking Romeo and Juliet as a text and being like, what can I do to make it different right now? But that's Instead, subversion. No, but instead of taking something that was taken from Romeo and Juliet, that was taken from Romeo and Juliet, that was taken from Romeo and Juliet. We do that too. I know, but isn't Romeo plus Juliet a subversion of Romeo and Juliet? Yes, that's what I'm saying, is that that it's only one degree of separation from the original source material. Yeah, but like a a Mona Lisa means only one degree of separation from the Mona Lisa. No, Da Vinci's art was, had to go through all these like art had to go through all these iterations to get us to where we are now to get us like even to the digital age where we consume art via a photo like 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 realistic human depiction got us to photography you know like you can you can see the butterfly effect (laughs) you can see the butterfly effect of da vinci's artistic style whereas shakespeare is less of a butterfly effect and more of like it's shakespeare and then it's all writing it's like the dinosaurs. Kind of, yeah. But you think that I'm right, right? Yeah, I do. I get what you're saying, but I all like I think that's also just like the the nature of like a text that you can't really change much versus an. Image, I can't which believe is that Da Vinci changeable. painted what a woman looks like, kind of, and we think it's amazing. Well, also, well, we only think it's amazing because it was stolen. Da Vinci looked at a person and said, "I'm actually gonna be painting that and what it looks like." Yeah, he's just like, I'm going to be a camera. Northwest could have done that. Northwest could have done that, actually. <laughs> I think painting's hard. I personally think the Sistine Chapel is the greatest work. Who did that? Who did that? He, Michelangelo. Exactly. I'm telling you, anybody anybody who is a Ninja Turtle is not, is, is not as good as Shakespeare. Dude, I feel like they almost made a Ninja Turtle named after Shakespeare. They just couldn't find a good person to do it. No, it's... What? it's um... Ninja Turtles... Well, Shakespeare has no contemporaries, whereas the Renaissance Italian boys have tons of contemporaries. Oh, they wouldn't have made... I mean, yeah, Christopher Marlowe, Shakespeare, Tennessee Williams, and... <laughs> and that's not Oscar that's not Wilde. cute. That's <laughs> They should make a Shakespeare turtle. They should make, like, a hot, uh, a hot yeah, like, girl wait, turtle. Yeah, they could easily have done a literary canon turtle... Van Gogh is actually that girl. Yeah, Van Gogh's first. Picasso is kind of weird looking. Yeah, I mean, he was ugly and he was awful. I would suck him off. Um, Period. Da Vinci is not goaded. Dude, Da Vinci's goaded. You don't know anything. I hate that, like, Frida Kahlo is so, like, yassified now and, like, commercialized. Nick, what's a piece of media that's informed your art? Me? Um, oh. Well, yeah. Nick, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> she was asking you. Um, yeah, obviously. Inform my art. What uh, has informed your art indelibly? Um, That's a I mean, I would word. honestly say really? Shakespeare. Shakespeare has informed my art. 
Are you joking? I mean, no. Okay, probably no, no, no. Edward Albee for sure. Yes. Edward Albee is really uh, someone who's in, like he made me really like freaky deaky stuff and made me like realize like it's okay to like you can like art doesn't have to be like happy. It can be like or like you know you don't have to write about like butterflies and shit. Libby's googling him. Right you can now. write about weird <laughs> <Yes>. freaky shit. <laughs> you can write about weird freaky shit. You know, and be weird and freaky and not. He's afraid of your favorite girl. And you can be gay. He taught me it's okay to be big gay. Oh, really? No, no he didn't, but... Is there a specific play? Is there a specific um, play? I mean, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf is pretty... Like, that's, like, one of the best... I think the best piece of literature of all time for me. Wait, I think The Good mm. Person of Szechuan's my favorite play ever. What is... You don't know shit that? about plays, like... Bitch, I read that for English class. Have you... St- okay. And I read Virginia Woolf, and I read that one... That one where, like, he they're cheating on each other. Oh, Brad. At one, at one point, I tried to be a playwright. Wait, I want to read your plays. Can I read them? No. Okay. Not I'm not a good writer. It's okay. You are a good writer. No, you're a good writer. Have you read anything I've written? No. Yeah, I read I read Bonbon. Actually, we were in a writer's room for three years ago. <laughs> yeah, in fact, so I have read. <laughs> and they were all bad. And they were all bad. I mean, you're an ideas girl. You're an ideas girl. No, I'm not an ideas girl. If you give me an idea... For sketches, I'm not ideas. I can write a sketch. For, um, like, movies, I can give you an idea, not write it. Does it, If that makes sense. Like, I'm actually pretty good at, like, short-form jokes. Oh, oh, I was thinking of Harold Pinter's play, Betrayal. Oh, that's really good. That's pretty good. That's not my favorite play, either, but... Wait, I think I've read more plays than Libya's. Wait, didn't that guy who directed Henry Gamble say, like, never give up acting? <laughs> okay i don't know if it's true because like I, my memory really doesn't serve me anymore never give up but like you. i've i've rec- i've recounted it I, I think i recounted it like immediately as it happened to jack so i i do believe that happened yes i mean i'm sure i was exaggerating a little bit but i do i remember him pulling me aside and and telling me something and i was the teacher yeah that's cool but i i think yeah i think he told me that like this is something i should pursue in some way you should. Acting? Yeah. No. Okay, guys, this has been great. Um, I think Edward Albee is a great playwright, and he informs my art. It's a great choice for your inspiration. Um, yeah, that's really good. I like that about you. Thanks for being here, Nick. Yeah. Thanks for being on, Fergie. Yeah, guys. Yeah, this is fun. Thanks for having me. Um, I know it was last second. Follow Facetious Ferg on Instagram. And follow um, at Industry Babies Pod on Instagram and at Industry Babies Podcast on TikTok.